What's up, y'all? Welcome to Black Girls Talk Behavior, episode 41. It's October. I'm excited. I like going to Fright Fest or Universal, whichever one is the best. I mean, they kind of really not scary anymore, but I just like to go just, you know, for fun because Halloween is it's pretty cool. You know, I do get a little bit scared. I'm not going to lie. The mazes always get me, so I do stay away from those. Uh, but yeah, it's Wednesday. We got two more days, and then it's Friday. To those of us who are off on the weekend, to those of you who are not, sucks mm, to be you. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, I'm here. It's only been a week and a half since y'all heard from me last, so I'm excited. I'm holding myself accountable, and we getting these episodes done. So, with that being said, let's get into this episode for today. I'm going to be talking about tasks item F4. Conduct assessments of relevant skill strengths and deficits. Literally this episode I'm only going to talk about an assessment, like what it is, what it looks like, literally, you know what I mean? What <laughs> this assessments, that's it. It's going to be short and sweet. I don't know what I was about to say, but um all right, so according to Cooper, assessment has been considered the first of four phases. So when I go out and do assessments, there's always four phases that we, you know, we go by when we go do assessments. So the first phase is the actual assessment part. So we're interviewing the parents, we're interviewing the school teachers, you know, OT, speech. Um, the second part will be planning. So after we assess and observe, we go ahead and plan and make programs based off of our observations our interviews, you know, all of those things that we did in the first phase, right? And then after the second phase, which was planning, now we go in and we implement, right? So we have BTs, you know, this is the implementation part, sorry. Now the BTs are going in, they're implementing these goals that we planned, right? Which was step two. Um, and then, you know, of course, after implementation, we always want to evaluate. Evaluation is the last step of those four phases. So again, assessment, planning, implementation and evaluation so what this looks like if you're an assessor or you know if you were me going on the field um you know first you want to contact the parent obviously see when they're available but this is all part of the assessment part so first first contact right um you see when they're available see if the kid's going to be there see if you can go see them at school see if you can go see them at speech you know interview the teacher interview ot whoever that's the first part right then I'm planning. So now I'm writing my report, my assessment report. So everything that I've seen in my observation, everything I got in my interview, everything I heard, I'm going to take all that into consideration when I'm writing my my um, assessment report, right? So any skills that I noticed that the kiddo didn't possess during the assessment or, you know, just little deficits that I noticed, they didn't play with their peers, they didn't man, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to add it in the report, okay? After I write the report, we're going to go ahead and, you know, next find a therapist, train that therapist to go ahead and work with this kiddo because, you know, every kid is different. Um, and then the last part, your therapist is there. They're in the home. They've been there about two, three months. Well, not, no, no, let me say like a week or two. <laughs> now you want to go evaluate the programs, see what it is, see how the data is doing. Is it increasing? Is it decreasing? You know, what's the trend look like? Is it variable? Is it stable? you know, all that good stuff. That's what you want to do during those four phases of an assessment, right? Okay, and then as a BCBA, we would typically conduct an assessment 
to identify certain skills across different domains, right? So, you know, when we had that VB map, we have man, tax, uh, listener responding, introverbal, self-help, daily living skills, et cetera. There's so many. Um, but we literally just want to assess and see where the kiddo is in those domains, you know? So if it's colored in a little bit, it's, you know, the VB map has three levels. So, you know, they're level one. Then we have a lot of things to work on, right? That means they are still needing to get to level two and level three. So they're lacking in each domain area. Okay. And then, so basically when we do assessments, the goal is to create a comprehensive picture of the individual's abilities, challenges, and, you know, other things that we notice, little quirks that they have, or, you know, because everything's not always bad. Some things are positive and, you know, they might get excited and they stem. You know, that's something that they might do. Um, but basically, it just allows for us to develop different interventions to address the skill deficits and also promote skill acquisition at the same time. Bam. That was the assessment. Ooh, that sounded real good, y'all. I didn't stumble. I didn't mess up. Ooh, it's a good episode. All right, y'all. So real quick, a skill strength. Remember, this is something that, or not something, this is a skill that the kiddo currently possesses. They're able to do it. Doesn't matter if they don't want to listen to you and they don't do it when you want them to do it. If they can do it, this is a skill that they currently possess, right? We'll work on listener responder, uh, listener responding later, right? When it's time and we're working on it in the home. And then we'll work on that strength to make it stronger, obviously, because right now they're not doing it. Um, and then what is a skill deficit? Like, this is a, what am I saying? Oh, this is a skill or a task that the kiddo either is not capable of doing on their own or a task they're not able to complete it. You know, just anything that the kiddo is not able to achieve on their own will be a skill deficit. And then those are the things that we want to go ahead and plan, right? And then we start implementing based on what we planned, you know, <laughs> and then we go and evaluate. I was about to say the whole thing again, but anyway, that was my episode, y'all. So let's get into some questions. It's going to be short and sweet because, you know, I really have nothing to ask you, but let's do, let's do this. Um, how many phases are there in an assessment? <laughs> I know it's easy, but whatever. I'll give you a few seconds to think about it and I'll be back. All right. So if you said four, you're right. Because remember, I talked about this a million times. The first phase is assessment. Second phase is planning. The third phase is implementation, and the fourth phase is evaluation, okay? And let's see, um, what is a skill deficit? Give you a few seconds to think about it, and I'll be back. No, I'm just trying to bring that back. Um, a skill deficit is something that your kiddo or your client, whatever you like to call them, um, something that they're currently not able to do, right? You're not able to see them display this behavior, either good or bad. They're not able to actually do it on their own. They need help. So that would be what a skill deficit is. And my last question would be, all right, easy. What is a skill strength? Let me give you a few seconds to think about it, and I'll be back. All right, y'all. So a skill strength is literally what it sounds like. Whatever the client is able to currently do, whatever is in their repertoire right now, whatever they currently possess, 
They can tie their shoes. They can drink from a cup without spilling. They can hold the pen. Those are all skill strengths. And that is my episode for tonight. But stay tuned because I am definitely about to record um, episode 42, which is going to be at 5. So stay tuned and tap in, y'all. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye.